on this week's episode of Dinner with Pop. Winning time, episode five. More about the play-in tournament. Are the Lakers going to make it? And Manu Ginobili. Um, I want to talk to you really quickly because um, shout out to your newsletter. No, thank you. You recently wrote about this week that you made like a mocktail with soy sauce in it. Yes. Um, this is actually, thank you for bringing this up. Um, what have I done for pop lately? It's, I made a drink that he should never drink. Good. Yeah. So I've been trying to cut back on my drinking. I say this sipping a beer as we record the podcast. <laughs> it's the but weekend though. Your, your rules say that uh, you can have yeah, a drink yeah. on the weekend. I drink on the weekend. I'm not a, I'm not a weekday drinker anymore, but I still like to make cocktails, but I was making cocktails too much. So I, uh, found this recipe that I wanted to try and it sounded interesting at a Coca-Cola lemon juice maple syrup and soy sauce and i was like i don't know i'm i'm in for like a weird kind of taste maybe the soy sauce brings like some i don't know umami action to the <laughs> drink or something or you know i don't know i like uh i i salt i i make like a yogurt with granola and berries and i'll put a little salt in there just because i'm like ooh, i like a little salty contrast that that sweet salty vibe that, that's kind of crazy now it all sounded normal but then I, I realized that you said salt yeah yeah soy sauce is real salty so, so anyway so, so yeah you're, you're trying to you're act, you're actively experimenting with your stuff yeah, yeah yeah i mean i didn't make this drink up it's something i found online no, yeah, but yeah you're giving it a shot i yeah i was gonna give it a shot just because i was like i like a little salty sweet action and i tried it and it just like something about Maybe some of the flavors are similar in co- basically the only thing you taste is soy sauce. It tastes like you made like it's half a teaspoon of soy sauce and then like three ounces of Coke and then half an ounce of lemon juice and half an ounce of maple syrup or something. But all that together just tastes like four ounces plus a teaspoon of soy sauce. The, the, that part of your newsletter really tickled me because I was really thinking about like how strong the soy sauce like overpowers the drink because i was thinking like what if i just had like a can of coke and just dropped just dropped a little bit of soy sauce in it yeah i mean i think maybe that's the move if you wanted to try this just do like a little bit of soy sauce in there just like just a touch (laughs) because half half a teaspoon it's kind of a lot or maybe it's teaspoon maybe it called for a teaspoon and then i think it called for a teaspoon and then i remade it with half a teaspoon and even with half a teaspoon i was like this is better but it's um, still there's still soy sauce in this. And I think what I learned is that I don't really want to drink soy sauce. It sounds like so jarring to like just drink drink like soy sauce. This is a drink made by an acclaimed bartender, like mm-hmm. a, like a real guy. Eric Nelson is the guy's name. And I'm sure he, he's made other fantastic drink recipes. He did the bar program at Pock Pock, which is like a famous Thai place in uh, started in Portland and there was one here in LA, but I don't know if it's still around, but that, that place is like a revered restaurant. Uh, but, uh, this, this drink did not slap, uh, will not make again. (laughs) But if you, if you want to try it, folks, I say, go for it. This is the same thing I said in my newsletter that like, if this sounds a little bit interesting to you, I'm like still glad I tried it. I'm like, well, I did that. I'm trying to find like a balance between, have I told you this thing that I do that like I just did with my family growing up where I get like a bottle of Coke and I drop pe- like salted peanuts in it? I think you have told me that. Okay. So like I, I thought about that the entire time 
reading your newsletter because I thought adding adding like a salty thing to like Coke isn't that far off from like no. what I've done in the past. And so I'm I'm curious myself just to add just a drop of soy sauce into a can of Coke and seeing what I happens. Think- Try it and try it with the maple syrup and lemon juice too, because that I think is interesting itself. Because like you think Coke is sweet enough, but I added the maple syrup and lemon juice and like was tasting that, and I was like, oh, this is like sweet enough and needed the maple syrup, and then took a sip of the regular Coke, and I was like, oh, this is like regular Coke is like a spicy drink almost. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's sweet. There's like a lot of corn syrup in there, but. With the, I think the extra sweetness sort of helps balance out the soy sauce. So if you do it, I say do less than a teaspoon, and um, I don't know, go with God. But you're retiring from it. You're not doing it anymore. No, I you're don't done. I'll make this again. I think I'll just have like a coke and lime or something <laughs> if I want to like feel fancy when I have a coke. Uh, are you gonna like lose your mind whenever Coca Cola does comes out with a new flavor in like six years that is the Coca Cola with soy sauce, soy sauce in it? <laughs> May yeah probably because they what do they have that's the what's it called starburst coke or something it's not starburst because that's a candy but is coca cola galaxy or something what is that supposed to be I don't know it's got this flavor additive that is apparently in a lot of different like actual foods like it's in raspberries it's in mm-hmm. a bunch of stuff and so they added that to coca cola and it just like adds this like kind of People say it's like cotton candy or raspberry. Like, let me look up what it's called. It's a new thing. This is not something I've heard of before. And I used to be a really heavy Coke drinker. Coca-Cola Starlight. Starlight. I'll probably give it a shot. Yeah, why not? I'm going to stop drinking booze and just start drinking like all kinds of like corn syrup, (laughs) soda stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I've had six cans of Coca-Cola today. What I've really done is I've just had so much LaCroix. Like, my blood is carbonated now. Like, oh, really? Um, yeah, I've got, like, seltzer blood. Uh, do you mind talking about LaCroix really quickly? I'd love to talk about LaCroix. <laughs> okay, so... This is... People need to remember that this is also a dinner podcast. Yes, it's a basketball for sure. podcast, but we gotta talk seltzer. Anyway, yeah, go yeah, on, sorry. Yeah, I mean, because this, oh, this is all helping us trying to figure out, like, because... We have to test things in order to... We can't just have, like, just go straight to dinner. It's like, you have to have a conversation with Pop. It's like, you want to... Do you want to sell we, yeah, we gotta we we gotta we we gotta know how to talk basketball. We also gotta know how to talk food. We can't be one dimensional. No, we gotta be real full people here. And this podcast, if anything, is not one dimensional. No, this podcast is three dimensional object. A lot of people <laughs> are just hearing the audio, and you're like, "This is just an audio feed. What are you talking about?" And I see the the art on my screen. It looks two dimensional. No, there's a third dimension, and that's friendship. Oh, I was going to say NFTs, but you're right. Yeah. NFTs. Yeah. Those are coming soon. Uh, so I just want uh, the, the LaCroix, whenever I take a, like the first sip of it, does it feel like just like a rush of just like carbonation just flowing through your body where you just have to immediately burp? <laughs> it's a lot. LaCroix is like heavily carbonated and the bubbles are large. <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm, I'm an addict at this point. Uh, drink a lot of it LaCroix or like most often the store brand mm. but still the same size bubbles but it, it kind of tastes like drinking a lot of small knives <laughs> but I like it oh yeah I mean when do, do like does does the the off brand like cans do they say like zero like zero guilt or is it like guilt free or whatever like um, LaCroix does 
I don't know. I don't, the the Soleil, the Vons brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I don't know if what their angle is. It is like zero. It's the same nutrition, but I don't know if they're as like, hey, it's good for you. I don't know if that's <laughs> their vibe. But I think their vibe is like this is three dollars cheaper than Lacroix. <laughs> but it's gonna and mess like, you up the same way yeah. Lacroix does. And their cans are somehow uglier than the Lacroix cans. <laughs> uh, the Lacroix cans kind of look like. Um, like that like early 90s or like 90s um the jazz solo cup yeah 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 which looks like the san antonio spurs fiesta color brush stroke whatever it is so there's 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 a basketball tie-in oh yeah there it is you know i listened to a whole podcast episode about that um jazz design on the cups it's pretty good it's disputed on where it comes from well 99 percent invisible baby Oh, nice. Shout out Roman Mars. Podcast Daddy. Yes, Podcast Daddy Roman Mars. Welcome to Dinner with Bob. I'm Reed O'Connor. And I'm so, Isaac. <laughs> What's Roman Mars? What does he say? Does he say welcome 99% invisible? This yeah. is 99% invisible. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. Says, he, right? says, he says, I'm Roman Mars. This is 99% invisible. In that order? I think so. I'm Reed O'Connor. This is Dinner with Bob. Well, how about this, though? Mm-hmm. Here's what else you need. Ginger Day. <laughs> Today. <laughs> April 5th. No, wait, no, no, hold, hold on. I'll start over. Today. Tuesday. April 5th. I'm Michael Barbaro. This is um, just podcast humor. <laughs> yeah, folks... You know, here's the thing. A lot of our listeners might not know this. Our podcast is very popular. And a lot of the people who listen to this podcast, this is the only podcast they listen to. But you should know that we didn't invent podcasting. There are several other successful and interesting podcasts that you can listen to. One that I do recommend is 99% Visible. One that I don't recommend is The Daily. I think The Daily's bad. <laughs> well, this is too long. It's too long. It's too long. I don't like Michael Barbaro at all. It's mostly he, Michael Barbaro is my bone to pick. He's not even hosting that much right now anyway. I know. When his other hosts, I don't mind. But Yeah. Anyway, you want to jump into this? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about basketball. Welcome to Dinner with Pop. <laughs> the podcast where we two basketball fans learn everything we can about the past, present, and future of basketball in order to impress our dream dinner date, food and wine critic, critic connoisseur, and five-time NBA champ, Coach Greg Popovich. I'm your host, Reed O'Connor. This is my co-host, Isaac Benavides. Hey, Reed. Oh, no. You accidentally put your podcast app in 2X mode. On <laughs> <laughs> more yeah. podcast humor. That's all we got today, folks. Yeah. There's l- no big story in the NBA. Yeah. L- l- let's let's get it out of the way. There's no big story in the NBA because right now we're only the maybe story, four or five games away from the playing tournament. Yeah. The big story is actual basketball, which is like, I don't want to say rare. But often in the NBA, it's like Anthony Davis had a stomach ache. Yeah. Or like, you know, Kyrie Irving won't get vaccinated, stuff like that. But now yeah. we're actually, we're talking about X's and O's here, folks. Yeah. Right now it's, um, and especially because March Madness is going to be ending tomorrow. Oh, really quickly. Uh, who do you have winning tomorrow versus uh, Kansas and who's the other team? UNC. UNC. Uh, Kansas, um, baby. Yeah. Give me Kansas. Yeah. UNC seems like two basketball royalty in my yeah. head. If, if, you have, if you have Michael Jordan anywhere near your franchise or like your team, I don't want to see it. If you, you have Nike you, you, shoe colorways that are named after your school. Oh, for I don't sure. See it. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not the underdog. 
No. So, is Kansas. Is Kansas the underdog? I don't know. Kansas, I think, is a one seed. Let me look this up. They're both one seeds. Or maybe UNC is not the one seed. UNC might be a two seed. That, that kind of sounds right. If UNC is a two seed, I'm all UNC. <laughs> uh, let's see. Dude, that's uh, that's the NBA. That's yeah. uh, that's actually the NBC. Oh, dude, UNC is an eight seed. Oh, right, nice. UNC. That's a, fuck it. Scrap that. I'm all in on UNC. Well, I'm still all in on Kansas, so we'll see okay. by tomorrow. I'm gonna get some Jordan UNC colorways <laughs> on StockX. I'm gonna enroll in the UNC tonight. <laughs> dude, I thought you were rooting for Kansas. Oh shit. <laughs> we'll do an exchange program i'll enroll in kansas i'll take like a graphic design course or something i'll take a math course just to make up for how bad i was i how bad i was at math in actual college <laughs> whoa just to make up for it atone for your sins get another f <laughs> whoa hey, hey i never failed math but i was pretty close i don't know i didn't think get your first f Folks, we pattern our podcast after a fancy dinner because we will, we really do want to get dinner with Coach Greg Popovich. So right now we're going to have a brief appetizer where we talk about the HBO show Winning Time. This was episode five? Yes. Episode five of Winning Time. There are going to be spoilers. I will put in a little little reminder of what time to skip to if you want to avoid those spoilers. Mm-hmm. To avoid spoilers, go to 3119. Yeah, I knew what was going to happen this episode. Because I already saw it. It's history. I knew I knew we were going to lose our boy, Coach Jack McKinney. Did you already know that? I did. I didn't know how. But I did, I did see some things that were like, Coach Jack McKinney's tragic end to his tenure as coach. I guess we're jumping right into it. Should we do like a brief overview of the episode or talk... Yeah, actually, really quick, brief overview. I don't know who directed this episode. Um, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot. I said I'd do credits this time. There yeah, were, you keep talking. There were no camera changes that I could remember. Oh, uh, yeah. It was like there were some, I think, in the flashbacks, Kareem's flashbacks, maybe. Mm, yeah, maybe. Maybe not. But I think they served the purpose as like a flashback this time. And we had no talking to the camera. We had no breaking of the fourth wall. Besides Kareem looking into the camera. Yeah, this is the most like restrained and normal episode of TV uh, that Winning Time has done so far. Let's see. Winning Time, season one, episode five, called Pieces of a Man. Directed by Tanya Hamilton. Written by Jeff Perlman, Max Borenstein, and Jim Hecht. Shout out Tanya for um, giving me personally what I wanted. Tanya Hamilton appears to be mostly a TV director. We love that. We love a working TV director. She did two episodes of Winning Time, which were... Well, I don't know. She did two episodes. I'm not sure if this was her first one of the season or her second one, because I missed some other credits. Um, but th- this section of the podcast is called Read Reads IMDb to You. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I like this episode. Good episode. I think the show is so much better when there's actual basketball on the screen. And we got um, a couple different storylines going on here. We have, this is like Kareem's first big episode, kind of about his past and um, conversion to Islam and kind of 
reckoning with his religion and like where he stands with the current Lakers team as it is in 1979. And uh, we had Cherry Bus kind of like seeking perfection from his staff and not really getting it from uh, Gabby Hoffman's character and, and kind of getting constantly frustrated and Jeannie Bus realizing the lengths she has to go to to impress her father who might never be impressed. And um, we had Magic trying to kind of like, he was more on the Kareem story, trying to get Kareem out of a shell more and trying to take lead of the team. Uh, what, am, what am I forgetting? Adrian Brody or Pat Riley. Um, yeah. Um, Pat Riley trying to, you know, uh, make a name for himself as a commentator on the Lakers, but uh, Chip Hearn shutting him down. Chip. Chick. Chick. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I got, I got pretty close. I did pretty well there. I didn't know. I, I didn't. Um, I didn't realize that was him. <laughs> as stupid as that might sound, I didn't realize. I was like, is that Chick Hearn? But it, it was. was Chick Hearn, right? Yeah. There's a statue of him outside the Staples Center. Oh yeah. Where's Pat Riley's statue? Nowhere to be found, which is disgraceful. 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 Make a, make a statue of Adrian Brody as Pat Riley. Put it <laughs> outside of the Crypto.com arena. I really, I think. I enjoyed this episode. I think I'm enjoying them more now, now that there's basketball being played and there's like less like, um, let's just like dick around for an hour. Right. It feels like there's like stakes now that they're like wins and losses happening. Yeah. And it feels like I like the drama of, I mean, I like that sports movie, sports story drama. That's why we're both yeah. like drawn to sports. That's like what I like about both sports stories and about sports themselves. So I'm a, I'm I'm a happier guy now that now that they're getting into the sports of it all. Was there any were there any sex scenes this episode? I don't remember. Um, no, the Laker girls. Oh, the Laker girls were a big feature in this. Oh yeah, Paula, Paula Abdul. Abdul. They danced sexily. A lot of um, there was talk about uh, that guy's dick. Um, oh right, yeah. <laughs> new player to the Lakers. Veteran uh, forgot his name. Sorry. Hawthorne? Something Hawthorne? I don't remember. Anyway, he's the guy who sued the NBA to allow players to come to the NBA right out of college. I mean, right out of high school. Yeah. And they, like, name-dropped Kobe and LeBron coming straight out of high school. And that did kind of, like, not rub me the wrong way, but I was like, I kind of want to stay in the past. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah, don't show me a a photo of um, LeBron James with braids. When and the was, real Kobe Bryant. Yeah, and then make a reference to the real Kobe Bryant and his father. Um, yeah, they, they did reference Jellybean Bryant. I, I want to make a quick note about this episode. I think because the, this episode featured the Lakers' first game for the season, mm-hmm. I, and it, was, yeah. it, happened against, it happened against the San Diego Clippers. Yeah, in San Diego. In San Diego. And um, I just want to say, um, why are they rewriting history? What what's the what's the truth of the matter? The Clippers. Um, I really okay. Here's the thing. I want to go check to see if that that this like actually happened. That the the point like they only won by one point, uh-huh. and that the Lakers actually won. And so I went to Basketball Reference, which just so shows you what happened in the game. And uh, the Lakers did actually win, but I thought this was like Lakers propaganda again, being like <laughs> we're above Clippers. And I thought this this show sucks. Um, Reed wrote this episode probably and um, <laughs> yeah this is my anti-Clippers episode <laughs> I was in the writer's room I was like guys listen Max Bornstein Jim Hecht listen 
we got to have some anti-Clippers propaganda in this show. I think they were like referred to as like the lowly Clippers or like um, a, like lower ranked Clippers. Yeah, there was a lot of like, we can't lose the Clippers talk in yeah. the locker room and stuff. It's like, get over yourself. <laughs> both franchises, both franchises are pieces of shit right now. Hey. Was there really a rivalry? I don't know. I like those Clippers uniforms. I have to imagine there might have been at least like I feel like there's a kind of present day L.A. San Diego rivalry of just. The oh, cities. yeah, I guess. So, yeah. Not of, you know, so if there was sports involved, I'm sure that there, there would be. Yeah, there's sort of I feel like a Padres Dodgers rivalry. Yeah, for sure. Brewing now the the Padres are more competitive. Yeah, the forum seems like a real like. I don't want to be like in the forum because I feel like I'd just, I feel like it's such a place where you can just end up getting up to no good. Yeah, it's like the, that was a big feature of this episode was um, Jerry Buss's like remodeling of the forum to make it in his image all like sexy and stuff. And there's like a club in there and uh, the Laker girls. I don't want to know what, what, what went on in those. The, the, the whole place seems like. Yeah, they wanted to be grimy. His Sin whole vibe is grimy. Grimy Jerry Bust. Jerry, quote, grimy. <laughs> yeah. Overall, I really liked the uh, the Kareem stuff. Oh, yeah. I was watching this with Camille, and she said to me, like, this show, like, makes everyone, like, kind of like an asshole, except, like, Magic Johnson. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even Magic Johnson's an asshole, because he's, like, a womanizer. Yeah. Um, kind of gets on everyone's nerves. It's hard to like anybody in this in this series. Yeah. I mean, I think I do, or I think I like Kareem. I think he like that he's like a man of principle. And I like him in real life too, I think. Oh, yeah. Seems good. Decades later, Kareem was going to be penning like medium essays <laughs> just about like the vaccine and like LeBron. And appearing and on uh, episodes of the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> Shout out to Kareem for having that legendary career. Also, we got to see some Kareem doing... Um, Bruce Lee, uh, yeah. Fury or whatever it was called. We had him on airplane in the, in the pilot, right? Yeah. That's good stuff. Good for Kareem. Kareem, come on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Can you Kareem, imagine? If, you're, if you're listening, come on to the podcast. Can you imagine? Anyway, so the episode, as I alluded to ends with, oh my God, I just said his name and I already forgot it. Uh, the coach, right? Yeah. The coach. What's his name? Um, Sam Hinky, Jack Kirk's <laughs> Jack McKinney, Thank Jack McKinney, uh, <laughs> Sam Hinky, <laughs> Sam Hinky, uh, formal, yeah. formal, former um, GM of the 76ers. Uh, Sam Hinky died for this, yeah. Trust the process. Shout out Catherine, shout out Catherine, shout out Joel Embiid, Joel, the process, Embiid, anyway. Jack McKinney got into a cycling accident. It looked like his brake cable broke. He tried to brake and he flew over the front of his handlebars. And uh, he like graphically skid to a stop, like a bloody stop. Yeah, let, let's let, let's just give some backstory here. So you and I both were cyclists. Kind of cyclists. Yeah. We, so, we are lapsed cyclists. Hmm. And um as soon as I saw him on that bike, I was like, this guy's got bad form. Oh, okay. Yeah. Let's break it down. So like starting off, Jack is riding his bike. His, uh, he's riding a, um, Schwinn, Schwinn, 1970s 
um, road bike. Yeah. And so he's like on the drop down bars, the handlebars, and like the seat's really high up. So yeah, yeah. So the drop down bars are like those those handlebars that curve down. They look like, like ram's horns kind yeah. of. Yeah. And so just for people who don't cycle. And so he had his his hands in the like lower part, like the as they curved downward, his hands were resting on like the low. Which is a more aggressive pose because you'll start gaining you'll gain more um what's the word? Velocity speed, speed I guess. You'll be more aerodynamic going that angle. And also mm-hmm. his seat was, what I noticed, his seat was positioned a little bit lower. So he was kind of already like in a downward motion. But when mm-hmm. he started riding the bike, um, when he was pedaling, he was really far forward and his knees were not fully extending or like extending at all. So mm-hmm. like his seat could have been raised a little bit to get the full extension of the leg transfer sure. power. It also just looked like he was like wobbly. He did not look like he, he was looked, confident on the bike at all. <laughs> For a guy, this who is seems probably like, more about the actor than it is about Jack McKinney. This is an actual like terrible event that happened to Jack McKinney. I want to yeah. say real quick before yeah. we get into making light of it, we're not making fun of Jack McKinney. We're making fun of this actor whose name I don't know. But um, Jack McKinney did. For this, so the real thing that happened before yeah. we like really break down what we saw on screen is that he uh, his gears locked up is what I read on an LA Times article. Yes, I read um, the same article probably. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he did fly over the handlebars and he did suffer like a huge concussion and he was in a coma for three days. And uh, spoilers for the next couple episodes, uh, Jason Siegel's character, Paul West Westhouse, takes over for him and takes over for the rest of the season because they weren't sure about like Jack McKinney's mental capabilities after the accident and Jack McKinney died in 2017 and uh, his wife said it is that it was comp- from complications of that injury in 1979. Yeah. Like the Lakers, the Lakers organization was like worried about his like just mental like, or just like things that happened from the accident. Yeah. I mean, it's because a, it's a, he, it is a tragic story for sure. Yeah. Because he was only the head coach for like the first like 10 games or something like that. Yeah. I think they, they were like nine and four when he, when this happened but they Uh, um i mean this leads to um jack mckinney not being the coach and then it leads to um jason siegel's character what's his name i think paul westhouse westhouse west end or something like that something is west something yeah so he's becomes head interim head coach and then pat riley gets hired as assistant coach right Westhead. paul westhead westhead so that being said, let's talk about the on-screen cycling that we saw. Yeah, here. well, here's the thing. I, I I only criticize his form because, and I mean, I wasn't criticizing McKinney for getting the cycling accident. I'm going based off of what I'm looking at. And so if you're right. going to have like a show about basketball, you're going to have people play basketball professionally and they, they're they going to look convincing. Give me a cyclist coach that's going to make the cycling look convincing as well. I know. Yeah, let's get a cycling consultant. Here's the thing. You got at least two people who live in LA who are available, who know someone who worked on the show. <laughs> Who could have consulted on the cycling, but this is true. It don't take much. A text is not that hard. No, just um, you know, an email even. Um, Do you want to be more professional? Yeah, the cycling um, just shaky start, really shaky, and his and, and the scene, his like rear brakes just like fly off. Yeah, and I think that's something you would notice i don't know so anyway this is like a dramatization of what happened i think actually his gears locked up it's not his brakes didn't like pop off but i guess it's easier to depict on camera 
But it makes sense because if you break those rear, those rear brakes, you're only breaking with your front brake. And so then the bike just kind of goes flying forward if you only have one brake. Yeah, if you slam on your brakes, which it looked like you did, you would fly over the front. Really gnarly, honestly. Really gnarly. Folks, no joke, not a joke. um, Wear a helmet if you... 100% wear the helmet. Any kind of bike ride, any kind of distance. Um especially in los angeles california the thing is is when he was leaving his driveway and the scene he was going downhill immediately yeah and i thought man he like blew through a stop sign i don't know (laughs) again no criticism of jack mckinney tragic um but i'm going based off the scene yes this is a learning uh moment for us all everyone wear a helmet (laughs) uh okay Jack McKinney did not have to wear a helmet. I'm not shaming him for not wearing a helmet, but I'm not if, shaming him. I'm just saying this is a, for our listeners. This is a, a teacher. Right. Moment. If you're going to be riding your bike anywhere, just wear the helmet. Just wear the helmet. Buckle the strap too. Oh yeah. Put it right. Up, it. Put, put it right over your forehead. Yeah. Make sure it's make sure it's all locked in there. But anyway, good episode of TV. <laughs> I like Jason Siegel's character. Looking forward to him. I like the moment of him. Yeah. In the gym alone at the end of practice mm. after jerry um west came in and he was like it kind of talking to himself as jerry it was, it was yeah. funny and i like jason siegel as like a performer especially in roles like this where it's kind of like semi dramatic yeah i don't know i kind of like his energy it's kind of like a nervous energy it seems like as an actor and then it seems like that carries over to his characters i really like that scene wherever whenever um uh jack and uh west had we're just having a beer yeah great Here's the thing. I did know something tragic was going to happen to Jack McKinney. And I also knew I only knew it was coming in this episode because things were going so well for him. And that's a real mm. like TV or any kind of storytelling thing. When things are going well, it's like something bad's going to happen. But I didn't know like what the event was. So I was like, is he going to like choke on his beer? Is he going to like have a heart attack right here in front of Jason Siegel? Like I kept, I was like, kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. Yeah. And then when he got on the bicycle, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I didn't even know then. The, the the cycling accident and like him flipping over the handlebars like really just like shocked me. Just because it, it was shocking. so ugly. It was shocking. It, they did, it was very graphic. It was, like, it, it was a good episode of TV. I'm like excited to see what happens next. I, I yeah. think I've been saying that after every episode, but now I'm like actually <laughs> feeling that. Yeah. Man, what could have been? I like that guy. I like, me, I like him. Yeah, me too. I liked it. He created the Showtime offense. Yeah, what the fuck? And uh, LA Times, that article I was reading, like credited him the same way and said Paul West had like carried forward his vision and stuff. And and like I think him and Kareem were like getting along. Yeah, it seemed like it was in in the show. It like was a nice moment between them. And I I hope we get more of that character. Or I don't know. I don't know how tragic actual Jack McKinney's life was after that moment. I mean, I know he's in a coma. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if he was like around as a team, if he was lucid, who knows? Dark days. Dark days, good up. <laughs> Tragedy makes for great television. But yeah, should we move on? I think we should. Me too. Wear a helmet, folks. Up next on Dinner with Pop, we're talking playoffs. We're talking play What? We're talking play in. Well, yeah. The play in is playoffs. No? Yeah, I guess so. 
Well, apparently, like on Basketball Reference, like the plan does not count. Like their stats do not count for anything that's like playoffs related. So like the plan just really just has no recorded numbers. It's just like a a void kind of vacuum. Yeah. (laughs) No man's land. I'm excited, though. We only have like maybe like four or five games left in the regular season. No, dude, it's nuts. I was looking at the schedule and um, by this time next week, we're recording this on Sunday, April 3rd. Uh, April 10th is the last game of the regular season. Well, are you serious? Yeah. So we got seven days left of basketball and then it's, we start the playoffs. So like really what we're doing here is this is our kind of last look before the playoffs play in actually starts. And so what it's looking like right now, the real big story is that the, the Spurs have now passed up the Lakers. Am I right? You're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. They're two games up. And the Lakers have to win out to even make the play-in? At this point, yes, I think so. Because now that like San Antonio is two games up, how many games are left in the regular season? What, what are the records, if you, if you don't mind looking it up really quickly? I don't mind looking it up at all. Give me one second. Because I think the Spurs and the Lakers have been playing the same nights. And so on Friday, the Lakers lost, and then the Spurs won on Friday and then they also won again today and so the Lakers lost again today and um, the Lakers are going to be playing some still tough teams throughout the next week. Yeah, once again, as of last week, they had the second toughest schedule remaining in the NBA, so uh, right now the Spurs are 33 and 45, the Lakers are 31 and 47, so what is that? That's the Lakers have played 78 games, they have four games left. Do you know who they're playing next? Do we have that list? Yeah, let me pull that up. Yeah, they have four games left. The Suns on Tuesday. Christ. <laughs> God be with them. A uh, loss. The Warriors on Thursday. Another L. The Thunder on Friday. That's their only W. The Nuggets on Sunday. They're, lo- they're losing those three games. They're losing three out of four, and they're not going to make the play-in tournament. Can we get, San-, can we get San Antonio's um... a remaining schedule? Yeah. I, now I just need to know what it's looking like because if they can't, they have to win all four of those games. The Lakers okay, do. Okay, let's see. Uh, the Spurs also have four games left. The Spurs are playing the Nuggets on Tuesday. Loss. The Timberwolves on Thursday. Ooh, maybe another loss. Could be a toss-up. Could be a win. The Timberwolves are forty-five and thirty-four. Yeah, and they're playing. To, they're playing to stay above the Clippers. I think. Yeah. I, I think they are. The Warriors on Saturday the 9th. Uh-huh. And uh, back-to-back. Then they have a Sunday game against the Mavs. Oh, man. they Also oh lost. Oh, my God. Potentially. The... But I think they... I think the Spurs... Like, looking at this, the Spurs could win... The Spurs could win two to three of these, knowing the Spurs as I know them. I don't feel confident in the Lakers winning more than the one we gave them. And maybe against the Warriors? Maybe? Isn't Steph still out? Yeah, Steph's still out. Maybe? I don't know. Oh, man, this this is going to end up literally just coming down to the very last game, probably. And so we're going to be having this anxiety about the Lakers making it to the play-in. When we record next week? Yes. Yeah. Which is, you know, pretty spicy. It's pretty fun because we're not going to, like, know We can wait until the games are done on Sunday and yeah. record. Is that when the season will be over? Is that when it will be done? Uh, yeah, yeah, so the last game of the season is on Sunday. Oh, okay, the, yeah, we should just record after the... Um, but the times say TBD, are they, like, to be scheduled based on what the records are? I think so. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I think they'll, like, have them start at the same time. 
Yeah, that's what they do in baseball. In baseball, the last game of everyone's last game of the season starts at the same time. Once again, I'm bringing baseball into it. Sorry, everyone. Uh, baseball season also starts this week. Man, LeBron, LeBron's still out, I think. And AD's playing and Russ is playing. Didn't he play? LeBron played the other day. LeBron played um, on Friday and failed to make that buzzer beater. Oh, or really? Saturday? He didn't play maybe tonight. It, maybe it was yesterday. Oh, maybe maybe it was tonight then. Oh, he didn't play. Don't know. I'm going to be really fucking angry if the Spurs uh, lose out to this shitty Lakers team. But Spurs missed the plan. Does that color their draft chances? Yeah, I mean, it increases their draft chan- their draft chances a little bit because um, I think if you don't make the playoffs, you're kind of like in the draft lottery at that point. And so, honestly, we're, best case scenario is that um, we just kind of like look like we're like a competent team where we get excited for the future of the Spurs mm-hmm. team. And um, yeah, I don't know if because I don't know if I even want to go into the play in as like a Spurs because I need to be playing the Pelicans at at the, at the ninth seed you have to beat the pelicans which i don't know if they can do and then after that you'd have to play the you'd have to play the winner of minnesota clippers i don't know (laughs) i mean i think i think the spurs could hypothetically win both of those games they're playing better they're playing better and i think they're they're good team i don't know i'm biased i want to get to dinner with coach Popovich, but i don't think they want to like um i don't think it's in pop's nature to tank no, absolutely not. I think he's he's been trying to win this whole season. Yeah. I think he just doesn't have like the pieces that he necessarily needs. Or they're not developed yet, which is what we're hoping for. Yeah. I mean, I think DeJounte Murray, I, I've said before on the podcast, I think he's a star. Mm-hmm. Just giving him, a, giving him a, a, a forward, you know what I'm saying? I've been saying this. Give him something. Give him LeBron James. <laughs> uh, Man. I would love. I would love. If, I would love if the Spurs beat the Lakers. Can you imagine LeBron James plays out the rest of his career in San Antonio? No. Do you think? I mean, no. It's it would never happen. But this is the fan fiction I'm writing. Mm-hmm. And then they get Bronny. <laughs> I don't know if I want Bronny. I like our team. No, me too. And plus, I don't like that like drama being brought to San Antonio. Nah. Also, we're probably get, we're probably gonna get like a new head coach at some point, like in two years, at the very least. You think we're up for the job? Do you think we're on any short lists? We have to be. If we're not, if we're not on the short list of becoming the new head coach of the, of the San Antonio Spurs, at least an assistant. Yeah. If Paul Westhead can go from being a Shakespeare professor to being a like head coach of a to a championship team. Spoilers: championship team. <laughs> I think we could at least be on the short list. I've, I've done a Shakespeare play. I've, I've read Shakespeare. Yeah. We we know about dinner. R.C. Buford, our phones are open. I, <laughs> I've played StarCraft. I could fit in with the, the Spurs. Uh, did you see that video I sent? No, no, no. It was, it was that like for them playing like... Um, yeah, you should watch it. It's the 1999 finals team, I think. Oh, so like David Robinson and Avery Johnson and Steve Kerr and Tim. Yeah. And they're all playing fucking Starcraft on the plane. That photo. Yeah, it's the photo, but it's also the the video is them playing it in a hotel. (laughs) And it's like between games and the finals. They're all just like dicking around playing Starcraft. And there's a one shot in the video where it says uh, it has like 
there's like an in-game chat and it's zoomed into the in-game chat and it just says admiral capital a admiral colon <laughs> yeah baby <laughs> <laughs> david robinson <laughs> shit talking on the in-game chat well, yeah, I, I do need to watch this video. It sounds like it's a, great. It's like two minutes long. It's just they're all just like fucking playing Starcraft on weird old laptops with like trackball mice. Yeah. The, I mean, the kids these days think that they're just playing like Fortnite and shit like that in 2K or whatever, whatever else they play. That's also like, yeah, it's so good. I don't know. I love it. Yeah, same. Yeah, who knows? The plan. We'll find out. We'll, we'll have an answer next week. It's crazy. Season's flown by. I'm going to have to do a two-screen experience next week, I think, with winning time and an actual episode, mm. of an actual game of basketball. For sure. So my winning time recap next week might not be as detailed because I won't be paying as much attention. Nice. Uh, this is exciting. And the real headline that a lot of people are missing is that I think the Rockets still have a chance. Oh, for sure. <laughs> 20 and 59. Jesus Christ. That's um, a rebuild, baby. Let's go tanking for that guy. Paulo Banchero. Yes. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. I don't know, I don't ever know anything about the prospects until after the draft happens. Same. Uh can we move on to one thing I want to cover? Absolutely. Let's please move on. So keeping it in San Antonio, sorry if this is a San Antonio specific episode, but uh we got the announcement of the 2022 NBA Hall of Fame class. Yes, folks, this is big news by unanimous decision. The one, the only. I'm I'm leaving it open for you. Oh, for me? Yeah, I didn't want to steal your thunder and completely do the announcement. Is you were the one who wanted to talk about it, so I wanted you to say the name. The one, the only. Manu Ginobili. Manu Ginobili is going to be in the um, NBA Hall of Fame. Amazing. And um, Manu probably has to be like one of like the top. I mean, he is probably in like that top like five Spurs of all time. And I feel like it's going to be such an exciting time to see like the high, like relive the highlights of like Manu's career, like in the, like the Euro league and like in the team Argentina and yeah. Cause it's like the, it's the broadly basketball hall of fame, right? Yeah. Not it's just, just, it's NBA. just like the international like basketball hall of fame. Yeah. So it is fun that they'll include some of the, the international play stuff. We're going to see like video clips resurface of like him, like swatting the bat during like in game. Yes. <laughs> amazing and like all the different hairstyles that manu's had over his career yeah this is something that's like i gotta be honest with you the first thing i thought of when i saw he was unanimously elected in is like is his plaque gonna have a picture of him what's his hair gonna look like is, is he gonna have hair is long short what are we talking here? He's gone through all the hairstyles, and so it's really... He's like, done them so, all. He really has done them all. I th- he's got a wealth of options to choose from. I wish him luck. You know what they called him by the, by the time by the end of his career, like what the young Spurs called him? Bald Manu, because that's yeah. what I call him. Grandpa Juice. Oh, that's a, that's a good name. <laughs> I'd like to be called Anything Juice. Well, <laughs> maybe not Anything Juice, but... 
if it's positive i'll take it yeah he was grandpa juice and um it's really funny just how um his hair has just changed so much he by the end of his career he was he was he blocked james harden like one of his like most famous blocks now when he was like an old man with like a bald head yeah i i I know him mostly because i only started paying attention to basketball last week (laughs) as a bald man he was a bald man but there's like headband manu he had like a little like soccer band with like the long hair everywhere he had just like a regular like crew cut just uh he's just really gone through it all and he just um you know who else followed in his footsteps and went through it all in all kinds of hair styles who coach Greg popovich <laughs> yeah pop has his own like line of just like hairstyles the long hair pop i think was an homage to long hair manu <laughs> is that last year's that was the that was the pandemic hairstyles yeah yeah he looks like a crazy person i see photos of him now with that long hair he looks insane yeah he looks like uh, doc brown or something <laughs> he does look like doc brown just like a very like that guy is like such he has like a weird energy to him he i don't i, don't, I can't tell Dejounte, <laughs> we've got to go back yeah. it's your kids Dejounte. he's wearing like the visor <laughs> like sunglasses like yeah. clearly cannot see <laughs> i love that part at the end christopher lloyd just cannot see he's in like these futuristic sunglasses yeah there's just a solid piece of plastic <laughs> he's like reaching out for michael j fox like Marty, <laughs> that's pretty good. Anyway, congrats to Manu. Didn't grow any facial hair, really. Who Manu? Manu. Yeah, uh, come on. That he left uh, left a lot on the table. I think we're gonna we're gonna be hearing people talk about the Euro step. Oh yeah! Wow. Yeah. Innovator. He, he belongs in the best ball of fame. That is like he absolutely should be unanimous. James Harden says he like he like like modeled like his style of play after Manu. Damn. Do we do we thank Manu at this point? We, we I do. Think. I thank Manu, but there are those out there who would who would spit on Manu's name for inspiring James Harden. It's true. We don't talk to those people though. No, they're not on this podcast. They are not. So anyway, congrats, Manu. I'm ha- I'm happy. Congrats, Manu. Come on the podcast. You're welcome whenever. Open invite. You can be the third host if you want. Another cyclist. Oh yeah, he cycled up to that like. H-E-B yeah. thing, the event. I watched that video. Him and Tom, him, him and Timmy just riding bikes together in San Antonio. Man, they must have just enormous bicycle frames. They must be like custom, right? Oh, Tim's Tim, Tim's is probably huge. Manu, Ma- what, is Manu not that tall? Not as tall as I think. Here, let me check to see. Let me, let me check to see how tall Manu is. Is Manu like 6'4 or something? Manu Ginobili height. I'm Googling. He's 6'6". Pretty okay. big, pretty big, but they probably make that bike frame. And he's he's forty four years old. We're talking about him like he's like eighty. <laughs> I mean, he looks eighty. He's really just changed in looks. Uh, he had a beard, a little beard. Yeah, I guess he did have the beard, but uh, old man. Good for Manu. Only fourteen years older than me. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, I guess that's true. He's he could be my peer. He is my peer. Manu, we're peers. Come on the podcast. Um, whenever Manu gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, we're going to have Catherine on to talk about it. So, Absolutely. Just get her absolutely filled with rage. 
Um, and we'll also have her back when James Harden gets elected in the Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Should I license that music from NBC? No. Okay. Probably too expensive. Um, is there anything else we wanted to talk about? There's nothing else pressing, honestly. No. I'm excited to see where uh, where the, the, the chips fall next week. Yeah, next week we'll have a lot more probably just to start discussing because now we can start discussing... Um, where Anthony Davis is going to go. <laughs> if LeBron's going to shave his head this year because he's bald. Is LeBron going to go anywhere? What are they going to do? Do they have any pieces to even trade? I guess they have Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Is anyone going to... Is Russell Westbrook going to sign his extension? Or not mm-hmm. his extension. Is a player option? What's going on, folks? A lot of Lakers talk. I guess they're, they're kind of the talk of the town. Both literally and like in the NBA at large. They will not be the talk of the town by next week. Hopefully. Hopefully we don't have to talk about them after. No, the talk of the town will be that they missed the playoffs. Yeah, but we can focus on Phoenix. Phoenix? Killing it. Phoenix is going to like destroy them. Phoenix is going to run their asses over on Tuesday. I hope so. I like Phoenix. Same. All right. That'll do it for us. Thanks for listening to Dinner with Pop. This has been an episode of this podcast. Be sure to rate and review us on your platform of choosing, but especially on Apple Podcasts, and recommend us to your five most cycling safe friends. (laughs) Shout out to Baxter Holmes, writer of the ESPN article, Michelin Restaurants and Fabulous Wines, inside the secret team dinners that have built the Spurs dynasty. Isaac, you got anything else for us? I got nothing. Got no one to hold them and no one to fold them. Mm -hmm. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye.